Hello, guys. Hello. Here we are again. On a couch. On a couch. <laughs> and the couch has one less cushion. Yes, because puppies like to chew holes in everything. <laughs> yes. So I'm taking care of the puppy. And we're a weekend, over a weekend. And you're almost done. Yeah, I'm almost done, but it's it's bittersweet because we love this puppy dog. We love her, but she is a lot of she work. She will cry cry. She's a little crazy. She's a super puppy, so she's always getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. But she's she's a nice gal. We love her. I'll give her that. We're we have a a topic today, but we also have one thing about our week, so we're gonna <laughs> tell you because this topic is gonna get we we're gonna go into some spirals here. Yeah. And our topic today is dreams. It sounded better before, I promise, guys. All right, that's all. We anyway, are talking about dreams. We're talking and, about dreams. And first we're gonna talk about one thing about our weeks. But first I'm Kirsten. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to Thank Thank You you So Much. Thank you so much for dreams. Thank you so much for dreams. But first, again, how was your week? My one highlight that I'll give you is my hair. Yes. It's much, much shorter. It is. It's almost as short as mine. Yeah, it is almost as short. Almost. But I haven't had it this short, I don't know, 10 years? Yeah. 15 years this is real short my whole neck is exposed yeah it is actually you know i feel like i have a long neck uh, yeah you might do i have a long neck i wouldn't look at you and say you have a long <laughs> neck <laughs> i wouldn't i want to be like look at kirsten she's got such a long neck <laughs> you don't have a stubby short neck that's good you have a neck i have a strong neck you got a strong <laughs> I've just been noticing my neck is exposed now, yeah. and it really does something. I feel like it makes me look skinnier. It might. With, I don't know. I don't know if it's skinnier, but the neck exposure I haven't had in a really long time, and wow. it's a feeling. I like it. Thank you. I think you did a great job. Yeah, I just snip, snip, snip. Yeah, I, but I put I, it into four sections. I like how you put it into the four sections. I was like, yes, girl, mm-hmm. that's the way. I, I was and watching, you did it. I was watching TikToks on how to cut your hair I knew at home. you were. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yeah. Well, your hair looks great. Thank you very much. What's your thingy <laughs> from this week? My thingy was not ex- not exciting at all. My partner got COVID, so I was taking care of him all week. Oh. Because I didn't get COVID because I still have the antibodies from last time I had it. And then so. what what were you doing to take care of him? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was cooking him soup, That's making nice. him like food. You're and, a sweetie pie. I know. I was taking his temperature, making sure he took his medicine. He was staying at my house because his mom got COVID. Mm. We were like, well... Uh, don't go over there. And then he still got it. So, so yeah, he didn't really need to be at your house, actually. Well, we didn't know that until, you know, a couple days later when he got COVID. <laughs> I was like pissed because I had just had COVID in February, and I was like, "There's no way, like, I can't get it again." Yeah, like it makes me so tired for months after. I was like, "No." You got that COVID stuff taken care of. Yeah, like it split. You didn't get it. And then we decided we're going to talk about dreams. Dreams. Yeah, because I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately. Mm -hmm. And 
when we were trying to think about what to do or what to talk about, I was like, dreams. They're yeah. weird. Shit's weird. I, f- I feel like this is another one that could become a multiple series. We always just have a lot to talk about. I know. I mean, there's so much. There's so much. What dream do you want to talk about? Oh, man. So many. There's so <laughs> many to choose from. Yeah. What's like a, a recent one that you've had? That kind of like got you start to think about dreams again. A recent one I had was I've had a lot of like flying in a plane dreams. Mm. And one time I was flying to Iraq for whatever reason. And it was beautiful. Like it was so pretty there. And we were like, wow, this is cool. And then the other night I had a dream. I flew to Algeria. Damn. uh, Which is random. I, I was in West Virginia. What do you know about Algeria? Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. I have no idea why my brain decided to go to Algeria. In my dream, I was in West Virginia at home. And then I had timed out my arrival to LAX and then, you know, automatically go to Algeria. Like, so I didn't have to like go home in between. I just was like at LAX and then automatically was going to go to Algeria with my best friend, Casey, from we've been friends since seventh grade. Hmm. And that was like our plan. And we had everything planned out. I still have never been outside of North America. So in my dream, I was super stoked to like go to this country. Wait, so you've only ever been to Canada and Mexico. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. So in my dream, I was super stoked. I was like, yeah. finally, we're going to get out of the country. We're going to go somewhere cool. Like I wanted to go somewhere that wasn't super touristy. Yeah. And I landed on Algeria. I didn't even like, I even when I woke up, I was like, is that a real country? Like, I don't even know. Um, But in my dream, I forgot my passport Hmm. at home. So Hmm. I was crying at the airport and I was like, no, my, my chance to like, get out of the country and I left my fucking passport (laughs) at home and you know like those tickets are so expensive and I was so distraught and then I woke up and I had a voice memo from my cousin telling me about her dream that night Hmm. and she was also in an airport crying in her dream and Hmm. I was like that is so that's crazy yeah that's what kind of got me Thinking about dreams again. And these, like, connections. Yeah, like, sometimes I wonder if, like, the dream world is real. It's connected in a way. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. If we're talking about lately dreams, mm-hmm. I haven't been remembering my dreams. And I used to be – I used to have really vivid dreams and always remember them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think I'm just in this state of uncertainty where I'll just kind of wake up in the middle of the night or I'll wake up early in the morning and whatever is waking me up is my to-do list Mm. for the day. So Mm -hmm. I'm not even thinking about my dream, which sucks, but. Well, I think it's weird because sometimes I won't remember my dreams at all. And then some random situation throughout the day reminds me of something (laughs) I dreamed about. Like I, I won't even like, it won't even be in my mind when I wake up. And then yeah. halfway through the day, I see something that reminds me of my dream and it all comes flooding back to me. You know what helped me remember my dreams in the past 
would be to like lie back down. I sometimes, actually, sometimes you get up and you don't remember anything, but if you just like lie d- back down for a second and close your eyes. Mm-hmm. I actually dream more when I wake up and then go back to mm. like I always dream and then I remember what I dreamed about. Oh, the sleep stage that you're in when you're dreaming is like not deep sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's because you're not in deep sleep. Oh, that makes sense. When you wake up and then fall back asleep, you're not like in the deep sleep. Well, that does bring me to our the first topic. Stages. There we go. <laughs> Four stages of sleep. So this is from HowStuffWorks.com. It's a podcast that we like. It's, a, it's the red one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's red. Exactly. Okay. So stage one is non-rapid eye movement. Okay. Okay. It's short. It's a light sleep. It may have slow eye, eye movements and it has theta waves. So your brain makes waves. You know mm. that, I assume. <laughs> As a scientist. As a scientist yourself. Can I, I call myself a scientist if I have a science degree? Yeah. But I don't practice science. No one needs to know. <laughs> no one needs to know. <laughs> As a scientist, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know that our brain makes different waves in different conscious states. Okay. Okay. So in stage one, we've got theta waves, which is when the brain produces a wave at a frequency between four and eight hertz. These waves are associated with drowsiness and meditation. So if you think about when you're meditating, you're like kind of sleepy. Yeah. You might be slipping you're just a little like bit. relaxed though. Yeah. So that's like the first stage. And that's what is it called? NREM sleep. So non-rapid eye movement sleep. Yeah. Stage two, your muscles become more relaxed. There's a electroencephalography. I I did not say that right, but the short version is EEG. There's recordings that show sleep spindles in this stage. A sleep spindle is a rapid burst of higher frequency brain waves that may be important for learning and memory. Okay. It's actually like rhythmic, like the waves in this stage are rhythmic. And then you go into the K complexes, which is more of a high amplitude wave. And it's more spontaneous, which will respond to like sounds in the bedroom. So if you hear something in the bedroom, you might like kind of wake up a little bit or like, you know, you're still aware of things, but you're definitely falling into a deeper sleep. Yeah. This is a sign of advanced drowsiness. So if someone were to look at your brain, they could tell what stage you're in because of the waves. Then stage three is a slow wave sleep. It's the deepest stage of the non-rapid eye movement sleep. Um, during this stage, delta waves emerge, and the bl- the brain is less responsive to external like noises and mm-hmm. sounds. It's difficult to wake a person in this stage. Our brain activity in this stage is gradually slowing down, so that by deep sleep we're experiencing nothing nothing but delta brain waves, the slowest brain wave of all of them. And it's associated with the deepest levels of relaxation, restorative, healing, sleep. Mm -hmm. So stage three is like, okay, I'm almost there. That's deep sleep. No. Almost. Yeah, almost deep sleep. And then we get to stage four, the final stage. Um, So after about 90 minutes after we go to sleep, 
we begin rapid eye movement, which is the REM stage. Mm-hmm. It's characterized by movements of the eyes. Other mammals like birds and reptiles also go into REM sleep. And it was discovered in 1953. So this is when the heart rate and the breath quickens, blood pressure rises. We can't regulate our body temperature as well. And our brain activity increases to the same level as when we are awake. So your brain is like going crazy. So something about the REM stage, that's when you can get into sleep paralysis. Well, now I want to know which stage of sleep is dreams truly. So most dreams take place during REM. Okay. But dreams can occur during any of the sleep stages. It's just that most of the time it's during REM. Okay. But most like non-REM dreams don't have the intensity or the narrative structure or like the whole story (laughs) part Mm. of the dream. Like it might be more random. It might not, you know, it might not actually flow together. But we're most likely to remember our dreams if we get into the REM. Okay. But that means REM is not deep sleep. Deep sleep is right before REM. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So that's... So stage three is deep sleep. Stage three is deep sleep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we go through these stages like multiple times a night. So we dream multiple times a night. Dreams sometimes last up to minutes or up to 30 minutes. We don't really know how long they last. So maybe you like go through REM and then you go back to. Yeah, you go, you go back to stage one, which is the non REM, non deep sleep. Mm -hmm. So maybe, okay. So this transition is like maybe during this time when we're coming out. Oh, I know what you're about to say. We're flowing in between Mm -hmm. that vivid dreaming state, which Mm -hmm. is the REM sleep where Mm -hmm. we're having the vivid dreams. And that's when we're. Our bodies are paralyzed. Yes. And like that first light sleep stage, there's a little disconnect. So let's get into it. This phenomenon called sleep paralysis, which I first heard about when I was in my, I think my senior year psychology class. There's this guy who I would later end up dating. He stood up in the class and talked about how he had had sleep paralysis Mm. and I thought he was bullshitting because he was Mm. kind of like one of those grandiose kind of people you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. like probably a narcissist Mm -hmm. no sleep paralysis is a thing and it can be scary I found out that it was a thing because it happened to me oh no yeah tell me about it so basically let's let's talk about what sleep paralysis is yeah Thank God it's never happened to me. I feel like I'd be scared. It's kind of cool, though. Really? Like, it's not cool when it's happening, but after it happens, it's like, oh, that was kind of cool. But, so, it's a state of involuntary immobility occurring at the sleep onset or offset. So, like, as we said, if you're coming out of... REM out of that last stage and then into the new stage or you're going into the new stage completely. So it's when you're like kind of in between. Yeah. So you're still paralyzed because you're still like coming out of REM, but you're like wakening. So you're like paralyzed, but kind of awake at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. what what's happening in our brain we're, we're often like having these hallucinations and 
like it can make you really afraid of things. So during rapid eye movement sleep, we're experiencing these vivid dreams, as we're saying. Mm-hmm. And the body's natural response is that if we were to actually act out these dreams, then we're risking hurting ourselves. So it paralyzes the body. So that you don't end up like, like actually flailing around. Yeah. And well, so then why have I kicked a wall in my fucking sleep? I've well, kicked a wall. You're not in REM then, maybe. Maybe not. When that's happening. Yeah. So we have like these perceptual aspects and the motor aspects, which is like the motor aspects are being paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And the perceptual aspects are just like our brain and how we're perceiving things and what's happening. So sometimes in that like crossover, the brain is like still in paralysis mode of the motor aspects, but then your perception aspects are starting to wake up. Mm. So there's kind of like this disconnect. area kind of. But you said that this has happened to you before? Yeah. Were you scared? At the time, yeah. Did you see shadow people? So the time that I always talk about, like the time that I always remember the most vividly, because this this happened to me maybe like four or five times, but the time in college that was the most vivid was I was living in the dorms and I didn't have a roommate, roommate at the time, so I had like pushed my two twin beds together and I was just in this big ass bed. Nice. I remember waking up to my door like slamming open and shut (gasps) and it was just like slamming open and shut, slamming open and shut. And, um, I couldn't move, but I could hear this happening and it was terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm alone in the room. So there's like nobody I can talk to. And even if I were to try to, it's like, it's like when you're in a dream and you can't scream, you know, Mm -hmm. but I was like awake and I was hearing it. It felt so real. Mm-hmm. So that was happening, and then I, c- I couldn't move the whole time, but I f- like I, I feel like I can hear this so clearly in my brain, and like I'm awake for it. Mm-hmm. It feels like this, and then and then I look over to the side of my bed, and there's this little like glowing purple alien thing oh. just by my bed. Was he nice? I, I don't think he said anything to me. He just, just was chilling? like looking at me. And uh, did he scare you? Like, did he bring like emotions of fear? Or I think the just, whole like, thing cool? was definitely scary. Like the whole experience was scary. Yeah. I was just very confused and very scared. And, and it felt move. like I was seeing like a ghost. Like it felt like I was like awake in my bed, but I couldn't move. And I was seeing and hearing all these things. I feel like. This is how horror movies are thought of. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. That sounds really But scary. it's weird when I tell the story back because, like, I know this happened to me, but now, like, the years in between it happening to me, like, my memory is fading and fading. Mm-hmm. But I know it happened to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. That's all I can say. There's also uh, stories of that place being haunted, but I think that's a separate thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, that dorm building was was haunted so that's the i think most interesting sleep paralysis that i've had but i've definitely experienced it more than that time but not recently okay that's good yeah it's scary but it it really is kind of cool i don't know i think 
like after the fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, thinking about it, it's kind of your conscious mind is meeting your subconscious mind. And I don't know, there's something beautiful about that, you know. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know the causes mm. of sleep paralysis. I mean, there's not enough research about it, but some potential causes are sleep disorders. And I think this is my case. People with sleep apnea, 38% in one study have marked having this problem. Mm. So 38% of people with sleep apnea have also had this. Interesting. And then uh, some other causes are narcolepsy, mental health disorders, (laughs) and dream patterns. Um, Going into detail, there might be a link between sleep paralysis and vivid nightmares or lucid dreaming. Oh, Mm -hmm. funny you should mention lucid dreaming. Yeah. Have you ever had a lucid dream? I don't think so. First of all, what is a lucid dream? You tell me. Lucid dreaming is when you are aware that you're dreaming in your dream. Hmm. So you're aware that the events are not really happening, but it feels very vivid and real. Uh, Sometimes you can control how your dream unfolds, like you're directing a movie in your sleep. And they normally happen during REM. You said you have not had a lucid dream? I don't think so. Like I've where, had a lot. Where I, where I know that I'm dreaming? I don't think so. I've had a lot. I don't know what that says about me. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I, the most recent one I had, I was, you know the Ralphs on Western and Hollywood? Yeah. I was in that plaza. And mm-hmm. I was trying to go to a store upstairs, but every time I'd ride the escalator up, it would turn into this like big, fancy, mostly all red decor Chinese restaurant. Oh, cool. And I was like, no, this isn't where I'm trying to go. <laughs> so I would like go back down the escalator and then go back up the escalator and be like, why is this here? Like, it's not here when I'm down. At the bottom, like I I look up and I see the store I'm trying to go to, but then I go up the escalator and I'm in this restaurant again. And like, they're not open yet. They're like all doing their opening work and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. So this one guy helps me get up to the roof because I was just really confused. And I was like, is there more upstairs? Am I like remembering this wrong? So I go up to the roof and then... I see this, like, alien come down. Okay. And at that point, I was like, this is a dream. This is a dream. I'm not – this isn't real. You're not real. Yeah. So I – and when I when that happens, sometimes I – if I know it's a dream, I'll be like, oh, I can change this. I can dream of whatever I want to dream of right now. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I do change, like, the whole narrative. Yeah. And sometimes I don't. And I'm like, well, I don't know how. Like, this is just happening and I'm aware it's a dream. Well, now that you're saying that, I think that I have had that experience where, and I don't know if this counts as lucid dreaming, but I've had that experience where I 
well, that's from a dream that I really enjoyed and I wanted to go back into it and I was able to go back into it. Oh yeah. That's happened to me before too. I don't know yeah. if that, I don't know. I feel like that's a little different. That's a little different because in your dream and there's way, you know how people are like pinch yourself and if it hurts, you're yeah. dreaming. So in a lot of my lucid dreams, I'm like, Oh, let me pinch myself. And to me in my dream, it hurts. Yeah. So I'm like, am I, maybe I'm not dreaming. Hmm. But then out of my dream, it like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I feel that. So I'm not dreaming. Like that sometimes happens to me where I'm like, no, I, I well, they say that's how, that's how you can train yourself to lucid dream mm-hmm. is to, to start like pinching. Yeah. I, I normally like I'll, I'll pinch myself or someone, I read somewhere that if you look at your watch in your dream and it's not ticking, Hmm. that means you're in a dream hmm. but I don't know I feel like it just randomly happens for me yeah but there's ways to train your brain to lucid dream mm-hmm. and I've heard one of the theories is something with your fingers you tap them or hmm. you pinch them I have to look it up again but you do that and then astral projection is a whole oh, I got another some stuff story to say. on yeah. that one yeah <laughs> Well, so no one really knows why lucid dreams occur. And sometimes a lot of like some of the research reveals that uh, lucid dreaming may be associated with times of stress or anxiety, Mm. which I always have. So (laughs) always lucid dreaming. And the recognition of dreaming might occur specifically in the prefrontal cortex. So... That's where your working memory is, planning, abstract reasoning, and our brain becomes way more active during lucid dreaming. So it's almost like a like a super dream, <laughs> like you have superpowers in your yeah. dream or something. So the prefrontal cortex is an area associated with reality, self-awareness, abstract thought. Consciousness. Consciousness. Memories. So... How to lucid dream. Some people think if you keep a journal and you record everything, you'll eventually get better of spotting like the dream versus reality, Mm -hmm. which happens to me. Like sometimes I'm like, this isn't right. Like you're, I know this isn't real because this is, this can't be real. Yeah. You know, or someone died and came in my dream and I'm like, you're dead. (laughs) This has to be a dream, you know? I don't know. I think, I guess you can train yourself, but to me, I feel like it just happens randomly. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things where you can be artistically gifted naturally to do it or you can train yourself. Yeah. 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 That's true. Maybe it's because you're creative. Maybe. You got a creative brain. I'm also a Pisces. Yeah. It's definitely that. And we have a lot of, uh, we're dreamers. You're dreamers. Yeah. Did you look into like any dreams that you've had and the meaning of them and stuff? Because people think people think that dreams have meaning. Like if Mm -hmm. like some people think dreams are just things from your life that organize itself in a way in your dream. Okay, so there's been a lot of cultures, a lot of different ethnicities, a lot of different types of people, a lot of spiritualities are trying to analyze our dreams and there's not really scientific evidence on it. Right. right? 
but because how are you supposed to like there's literally yeah. no way to you can't it's i mean maybe there will be in the future a way to test that but there's not really but freud who we all know in case we don't had a who lot is freud of, well, he's just a very fam- famous psychologist that had some weird theories about <laughs> about like babies and parents, and he was kind of sexist, and uh, he was very like antiquated in his knowledge. But he he had a lot of theories about dreams, and then his protege was Young, who I think is more relevant modernly Carl because Young. yeah, Carl Young. He's more relevant modernly because we use his theories in a lot of the personality tests that we take. So like the Myers-Briggs personality test that literally everybody takes. It's like Mm -hmm. the the four archetypes or whatever, 16 personalities. Everybody's taking Mm -hmm. this test, I feel like, where you get the the four letters and tells you what you are. Mm -hmm. I'm an ENFP. What are you? I don't have any idea. Oh, you, you haven't taken it? I probably have at one point. No, uh, okay. I just don't remember. I maybe I haven't. Hmm. I feel like a lot of people took this person. No, I'm test. sure. Yeah. I'm sure I'm in the minority. In any case, Carl Jung, his theories were heavily influenced by that test, and that's why it's relevant now. But he also had a lot of theories about dreams. And he was like, I don't really agree with everything that that Freud is saying, because Freud was saying a lot of out there things, but Freud's approach looked like backwards. So his idea was that our early memories are affecting our dreams Mm -hmm. and Jung's approach looked forwards. So he's trying to understand where the dreams might be leading and what they might reveal about our future Mm. life. Okay. Okay, so one last thing about Jung is that he put great emphasis on dreams with vivid images, Mm. and he regarded them as expressions of deeper unconscious patterns and wisdom, which he called archetypes. So these dream images help to connect us with primal energies of the psyche and help us connect ourselves as wholeness, as humans, Mm. and this is what Jung called individuation. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I don't know where that leaves us, but there is some scientific research on the connection between the psyche and dreams, how it can connect us to the unconscious mind. Yeah. Do you think that dreams are just things that are made up in your head from the day or the day before that get, you know, into this creative brain activity or whatever, and they're just made up by our brain? Or do you think that there's more to the dream? Like maybe we go into a different dimension. Maybe the dream world is real. Maybe we're astral projecting. Maybe we're, our conscious is trying to tell us something or our subconscious is trying to tell us something. Like, what do you think? I think I would have to put some more thought into it and put some more research into it to really come to a full conclusion on that. No, but You're for real. You're such a scientist. Oh no, my but for God. real. I feel like I, I can have my feeling about it, but I don't know until I've seen... More proof? Yeah. 
I need more proof that it's real. And I also need more spiritual proof. If I, if it, if there is no scientific proof, then there's spiritual proof and I need spiritual proof too, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? So that's how I feel about it. I think that there's, I like the idea of it meaning something outside of just our memories and just our brain doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in any case, I'll read you one of my dreams because I told you that recently I have not been remembering my dreams, but during the pandemic, and I forgot about most of this, I was writing down my dreams. That's why I love writing down my dreams because then they're like memories. Yeah. But it's funny because looking back at these now, I don't really remember the dream. Some yeah. of them I do, but some of them I'm like, what was that? That happens to me too, where I'm like, I only remember this because of the words that are written right here. And then some still feel super real when I read when I read them back. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly that for me. Like this one was just, I didn't write a whole story. It was just like a theme park that I went to and it looked like a whimsical hobbit-like world where there was little colorful houses and it's like a neighborhood and like you're traveling on a train looking at the neighborhood cool um like you're in a coal mine so it's sort of like disney world where you're looking at the different scenes and you're not allowed to walk around the premises apparently is what i wrote down (laughs) but yeah that was like just describing the world but let's see oh this one's kind of crazy so There were four regular-sized baby deer leading us on a wagon. I don't know who us is, but I I guess I'm with with someone, and we're on a wagon, Mm -hmm. and four baby deer. Wait, the baby deer are pulling you on the wagon? Yeah, it seems like. (laughs) No, they're leading us on a wagon? That's why I said leading. I don't remember this. Uh, But maybe they're pulling us. And the deer kept shrinking and shrinking. Oh, they're pulling us because it's on ropes. I'm reading further. And they're shrinking and shrinking, and they keep falling off of the ropes because they're too small. (gasps) And we're in the woods, and we reach the edge of the woods, and they're so small that they can fit into my palm at this point. Wow. And then I was trying to put one back on the ropes, but I kept dropping him, and then he died. (gasps) No! Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know what that is. Damn, that sounds like a stress dream if I yeah. ever heard of one. This is probably when I was doing some some pet sitting. Yeah. Maybe. What like does it did you put the year? This is September tenth, twenty twenty one. So two years ago. Yeah, you must like, have been pet sitting and you were probably scared of like killing yeah. the or my cat. Or my cat. <laughs> yeah, and all the little baby deer kept that's really sad and then died that is really sad yeah well here's one i'll give another and then i can just cut it out if we (laughs) decide not to include it but this one is called the mansion oh and this is april 22nd 2021 we're staying in a mansion with my dad so these are all people in my family actually it's my dad and my cousin and my aunt and a lot of my cousin's friends and my cousin, who's like my younger, rich 
girl cousin, the mm-hmm. only other girl, mm-hmm. she got a gift from a high-end laundry store, like higher than Vo- Victoria's Secret, like some, some <laughs> nice ass shit, and higher than Victoria's Secret. <laughs> and it, it seems like in the dream we're all like opening these lingerie gifts. Hmm. But I got the most lavish outfit of them all. Ooh. I looked at the label in the back read $999. Wow. And then the scene cuts. Wait, have you seen 999 a lot ever? No, only in this dream, I think. I don't know. Okay. Just and then after that, I was alone in the mansion with my dad. And this was after he passed? Yeah, this is 2021. My dad passed in 2017. Mm -hmm. There's a puppy in this one. Hmm. And the puppy we just found was doing some demonic shit. (laughs) And then we saw his eyes turn into like glowing neon green. And he's snarling at the wooden door leading to where my dad was sleeping. And then there's a voice from, from his jowls. And it's nothing like I've ever heard before. It's not like a puppy and it's like an ai voice but like ai exorcist voice oh my god and then it starts chanting and snarling in this unintelligible voice under my father's bedroom door every night and so we brought the dog to an abandoned mansion and poured (gasps) gasoline around the premises and then i woke up i don't remember (laughs) this Uh, okay this is i I thought this was like gonna be a happier one but it's, it's not dang I had a dream the other night that they were trying to steal my eggs. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Whoever was whoever was behind this setup, this scheme, the scheme, the scandal. It was like very intricate because this girl who was my friend is the one who brought me into the place. Oh shit. And she was like, "We're just getting checkups. Like it's no big deal." And I was like, "Okay." And then she's like, do you want to freeze your eggs? And I was like, maybe I should freeze my eggs because I'm 33. I don't know when I'm, you know, what if I want to have a kid at 40? Yeah. Maybe I should freeze my eggs. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And she goes first. And I'm in the room. And it didn't, for some reason, I knew they weren't taking her eggs to freeze them. Hmm. And I started getting scared, and I was like, wait, you're not freezing her eggs, are you? And they were like, no. <laughs> we, we're we taking her eggs, and we're going to take yours, too. Oh, damn. Basically. They were trying to do experiments on you guys. Yeah, so they were trying to get my eggs. And I was like, no. I don't know what that means. I think we're too old to sell our eggs. We are too old. I Which is into sad. It. I know. I looked into it. We are too old. I looked into that when I was like 26 because you can make some bank. I know. I looked into they want it. people under 30. I was like 20 or something, but I, I didn't qualify because my mom had cancer. Oh, damn. Yeah. But they pay you a lot of money for that. But yeah, I don't know if I would want that because you're thinking about, I don't know. You, you're always going to think about I mean, yeah, kid. it's like who's out there who yeah. might be mine, but. I mean, you're also helping people get pregnant who wouldn't be wouldn't, able to. Or have kids who wouldn't. And the other thing is the egg extraction pro- process is I actually heard it, quite painful. I heard it's very painful. Yeah. No thanks. 
Do you have any other weird dreams in your little... I mean, I had a dream inside of a dream one time. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was a bad dream. I don't know. <laughs> but I, in my dream, I fell asleep. And then I had a dream while I was asleep. Hmm. And then I woke up. And I was like, oh, my God, I just had the craziest dream, but I was still dreaming. Oh, oh yeah, I've had that before where you, where you wake up, but you're not actually waking yeah. up. Yeah. You, like, wake up and you start your day. Or you do yeah, I've had that yeah. before. Yeah. This one was, like, I was in a dream. I was, like, at Lizzo's birthday party, <laughs> and I fell asleep yeah. at Lizzo's birthday party. Wow. And then I had a dream of my friend Cash who passed mm-hmm. away. He came to me like looking young and he he was with some bros and they were all his friends who passed away from AIDS mm-hmm. in the 80s. And he was like, look, I'm with my bros. I'm with my pals. Like, I'm good. And I was like, great. This is, this is great. And then I woke up in my dream at Lizzo's birthday party. Oh, that's so weird. And I was like bawling, crying, like my eyes out. And Doja Cat was like comforting me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Maybe that was your brain's way of being like, okay, here, I'm going to give you something sad or something happy after this sad Mm -hmm. memory. I don't Uh, know. But, yeah, eventually it turned into like the worst night of my life like mm-hmm. I was like lost and wa- walking home in the rain and like it was bad but yeah that I, I I'm sure I've had a dream inside of a actually I don't know if I have mm-hmm. that might have been the first time I had a dream inside a dream oh I'm sure you probably have other than that you just don't remember it well they say that you always dream you just don't always remember it yeah have you had the dream of where you're like falling off a cliff or something or just falling in general? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I've also had dreams where I'm like, I can't, I feel like a recurring theme, especially when I was younger was not being able to talk or scream. Hmm. Have you ever had that? Like where you're like, I don't know if I've There's something had... you're trying to do and, like, you can't do it. Yeah, I don't know if I've had the, the, like, talker scream, but I have definitely had where you're trying to run or you're trying to punch. And yeah, it's like, yeah. I've had you that can't. Too. It's like you're punching underwater and you're mm-hmm. running underwater. Like, no matter what you do, it doesn't – you can't go faster. I feel like that's mild sleep paralysis. Oh, really? Yeah, because if you think about it, it's like your body is paralyzed while you're sleeping. Yeah. And so your body can't do the things that you want to be able to do. Yeah. And you're conscious of it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. that's crazy because yeah. I have that happen in dreams all the time. Yeah, I think it, I think that's mild sleep paralysis. That makes so it's much like, sense. It's not like quite in your consciousness. You're not like quite awake yet. That's crazy. Lower in between. You're probably right. And like so many people have dreams like that. It would make sense that it's just you're literally paralyzed. So you you can only do so much in your dream. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're trying your best, but fuck, your body's paralyzed. Yeah. That's crazy. I think it is that. My mind was just blown open. 
Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, you looked up some dream meanings. Oh, yeah. So, I looked up some, like, common dreams. Okay. And the most common one that I've heard about is the teeth falling out. Hmm. And I've had that dream quite a few times. I don't know that I've had that dream. Oh, my gosh. It's like you're just, like, living your, your life and your fucking teeth start falling out. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, it feels so real hmm. and normal. But then your teeth are falling out. Oh, my God. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you wake up and you're happy. It was a dream. That one being chased, flying. Have you ever flown in your dream? I think so. I've flown in my dream so many times that I just, like, wish I could fly so bad. That's so cool. It's so fun in my dream. (laughs) But if you're – so if you're dreaming about your teeth falling out, it might be that you are trying to communicate something to somebody Hmm. and you can't. Or that maybe you said something embarrassing and you're, like, regretting whatever you said. You're like in your head about it. Flying can mean, you know, freedom, independence, obviously, but hmm. also it can mean a desire to flee or escape from the realities oh, of life. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then being chased, like people think that it just, it depends on what you're being chased by. If you're being chased by an animal, you might be hiding your own anger. If it's an, an, an unknown chaser, It might represent a childhood experience or past trauma. Hmm. And if it's a member of the opposite sex that you know, it means maybe you're afraid of love or you're haunted by a past relationship. Oh, that's just what I found. Do you ever have dreams with your exes? Sometimes, yeah. Especially like right after me and my ex broke up, I was having a lot of dreams because you're kind of grieving. Yeah. In that time. Yeah. I used to have a lot of dreams like after a breakup in the past. Well, I was like looking back at these dreams and a couple of them, these are all from 2021, these ones that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them have my very first ex in them. But I think it's literally just because during that time it was the pandemic and I was just talking to him on the phone a lot. Mm. <laughs> so it's just that. Well, I've had dreams with my ex, like, way, like, my first love Mm -hmm. ever when I was, like, 19. That's that's what he was, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But I was never, I'm not in contact with him at all. And sometimes he randomly pops into my dream. Yeah, there's something about your first love, I think, that, like, you always, like, your subconscious holds. Yeah, that could be true. It's not like you still love them, but it's, like, that's your first ever idea of what love was. Mm -hmm. And so... Your subconscious is like, okay, in my dream, this is love Mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have uh, like recurring dreams? I have a recurring dream that I used to have when I was a kid. What? It was, so we had this room that we called the big room and it was a built on room from our house. We had a one story grand style house, but the big room was like a billiards room originally Mm. that was like built on in the seventies before we moved in, but it looked like a basement Mm -hmm. except it was on the first floor. And there was like a door from the outside leading into that room specifically. And so it was like the biggest room in the house. And we had a lot of like recreational stuff in there, like a fireplace and 
like all of our movies and couch and it was like a loungy kind of room. So my dream was me sitting on the Persian carpet and doing a puzzle. And I'm in that room doing puzzles. And then like the door that was leading to the outside. I don't know if I can remember exactly clearly, but it was something like there's an intruder coming in through the door and he had a knife and he had my mom and I like try to go save her and then he almost kills me and then I wake up. Oh shit. That's a recurring dream. Yeah. That Damn. I used to have when I was a kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's scary. But I remember that one. Like I, I had it a lot of times when I was a kid. Wow. And I was literally like doing a puzzle. Like it was that specifically I'm doing mm-hmm. a puzzle and then. And then that's that crazy happens. Yeah. I wonder what that means. And I always used to wake up like right before I die. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of dreams where I'm about to die and I normally just wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a like theme that. I've heard too in dreams is you can never die in a dream, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I don't know either. Well, um, I have recurring dreams a lot. Like ever since I was a kid, I've had like, I used to dream about alligators all the time mm-hmm. and like whatever. But as an adult, my recurring dreams have been more of like a recurring place. Hmm. So I'll dream that I'm somewhere and I'm like, oh, yeah, this bar is so cool or this this restaurant is so good. And like, let's walk down here and like go to this thing, you know, and then. I'll have another dream like a month later and Mm -hmm. it's like, let's go to the same bar that we went to last time. These places do not exist. Oh, it's like something you've created in your dream world. Yeah. It's like a dream world. Like every time I go, it's like the same bar, restaurant, club. That's funny. Just different scenarios. Like sometimes it's a company party. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. I'm meeting out. I'm meeting my friend David, or it's just random, like, but it keeps showing up in my dreams. You gotta start writing it down because that could be a fun short story series. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. But you know what I read? What? (laughs) Adults who experience frequent recurring dreams tend to have worse psychological health (laughs) than those who don't. I mean, experts theorize that these dreams may be a way to work through and process trauma. Wow. That's fun. I wonder what not remembering your dreams says, because it seems like during the pandemic, I was having a lot of really vivid dreams that I remembered. Yeah. And now I don't. That's what's interesting about dreams in general. Like, I'd love to study dreams. Yeah, there's there's much more to to come for this episode, uh, like much more that that we could like dive into and learn mm-hmm. about, but we've just scratched the surface yeah. as we do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> folks, if you want to dream more, <laughs> uh, just eat these common foods: cheese, chocolate, alcohol, pasta, coffee, curry. Hot sauce, turkey, soda, ice cream, cookies. Well, who's saying this? Um, this is soyummy.com slash foods <laughs> that mess with your dreams. <laughs> Trust us. You will dream more. Yeah. So I have heard that chocolate and cheese help you dream. For real. And if you want to remember your dreams according to AI, 
<laughs> Keep a dream journal. Write it down as soon as you wake up, which yeah. we have discovered. That, I have, that's, that's proven to work. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you start writing down your dreams more, mm-hmm. you're more likely to recall them because you know you're going to want to write them down. Yeah. And even one suggestion that I would have personally is to put a physical notebook like under your pillow because they can exit your mind immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like looking at your phone, because like you can write it on your phone, but once you open your phone, you're in it, you can, there's so many different distractions, but like if you have a notebook, then it's like, okay, I'm going to like write it down here. I actually have like a dream journal book that oh, nice. you write your dream down and then on the next page it asks you questions about the dream. Oh, like, fun. how did it make you feel? And like, oh, that's cool. who was in this dream? And what feeling? Like, it, it's just It makes like, you like think about it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Well, another thing is, uh, and I saw this on TikTok. I feel like TikTok knew what was going on this week, but. They probably did. <sighs> Set your and set the intention that you're mm-hmm. gonna remember your dream. So if you just literally re- repeat the phrase, "I'm going to remember my dream" before you fall asleep. Yeah. Let me tell you, I tried it. it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you keep trying it. I need to look into that research about the finger thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lucid dream thing. But yeah. Um, also, if you wake up naturally and not with an alarm. You remember your dreams better. I disagree. Really? Because I've been waking up naturally and I don't remember my dreams. See, I, I might agree with that because sometimes your alarm just fucking distracts you, takes you out of the whole dream. You're like, whoa, it's time to wake up. And then sometimes if I'm waking up naturally, I'm like in between waking and sleeping and I'm like remembering my dream like it's super super vivid and real and then I wake up and I'm like oh shit (laughs) yeah no I feel like the alarm is interrupting the dream and sometimes it's like inter integrated into the dream and so then you're remembering it more but but if you're just waking up on your own you wake up and then you're not thinking about the dream anymore yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's how it's been for me, at least recently. Yeah. Kind of sucks, man. I want to dream more. I think all we have to do is start writing them down more. Yeah. We should just like make it a make it a a habit. A habit. You know, if you start recording them immediately when you wake up, because sometimes I remember them right when I wake up, but sometimes it takes like halfway through the day. Yeah. For something to pop up and me to remember my dream. Yeah. I mean, that happens for me, too. I think that also sometimes I feel like my my brain is more creative in the morning when I wake up. And I think that's because I've, like, just left the dream state, like, mm-hmm. left the subconscious state. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed our thoughtfulness and our ramblings on dreams. Yes. And if you have any interesting dreams of your own, you should definitely email them to us at thankyousomuchpod at gmail.com. Yeah, because honestly, we will read that shit on the podcast. We will, because dreams are super weird, and I love hearing other people's dreams. Yeah, it's fun to hear about. 
And uh, maybe someday we'll start a Patreon and we can put like those little extras on there. Yeah, one day. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, follow us on all the social meds. If you don't know it by now, like, I don't know what to tell you, y'all. If this is the first time you're joining <laughs> in, thank go you so much. Listen pod. to another one and you can hear our social media <laughs> accounts. Yeah, we're, it's just it's, kidding. It's been a night, but no, I mean, yeah. Where are we at? We're we're on X. We're on episode seventeen. What? No. Oh no! I'm saying we're on X. We're on Twitter. We're oh no, on no no we're not Instagram. calling we're not calling X X. Okay, we're it's on always going to be Twitter. Did you know that? Uh, speaking of X, do you know that Elon Musk and Grimes have a child named Y? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where have you been i'm sorry i didn't know that <laughs> until now i just looked it up yeah, because but... because she she's pregnant again again yeah by him by, by him? the third child from elon yes they're gonna have their third child and wait i think i saw <laughs> are they naming it uh something crazy i saw it i i thought that it was already here that's why i was confused oh maybe it is already here i don't know but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got the the celebrity gossip wrong. But anyway, there's a, a third new child, either coming or already here. Um. Yeah. Okay. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? It's Tau, T A U. Uh huh. Fine. Cool. Techno. <laughs> Mechanicus. Stop. Mechan. Mechan. Yeah, Mechanicus. Why do they do this to these children? I don't know. I it's hate ridiculous. them for it. Also, I hate them for it. And also, fuck Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. You guys were talking about that. What'd they do again? They wrote a letter in support of their rapist-ass friend who drugged and raped at least three women. That's insane. Insane. Like, oh, but How he- much did he pay them? His family asked them to do it, apparently, and they were like, we worked on that 70s show together, and he was always an upstanding guy. And they had to have up, paid him some money. Always showed up on time. Like, that doesn't... Okay. Okay. That's like, like a generic thing you Saying, see, like, say he, about. he was sober, and, uh, like, we know that this... We know that he, like, did this to these women... Yeah, it said it. But we acknowledge that he's a rapist. We acknowledge, yeah, but he's a stand-up guy or whatever. Oh, like the letters so like, on don't, the internet. Don't not hire him because he can actually work, but he might rape you. No, so. this is for the fucking judge. No, but I think it sounds like they're trying to give him a good like letter of recommendation. Yeah, it almost. does, like, like a letter of recommendation <laughs> to work. But this is for. <laughs> him like his sentence for yeah, jail that's great and apparently it backfired apparently the judge good. was like oh so you had them all fooled <laughs> good maybe that's good. not real i don't know this is too long we're crazy we're out of control all right guys love you so much thank you love Bye-bye. you bye bye